Tell me what you drink and we can go pour one. Tell me what you think and we can have some more fun. I know that you said you don't think Okay. Me, All right, well, welcome. It's a new episode of Healing Home. It's uh, January 20th, Saturday. This is when this will be coming out. Um, I'm Lisa, the sister. I'm Anthony, the brother. And this is a show about baseball and family. So yep. welcome to the family and thanks for joining us. What are we talking about today? Yeah, we got a lot on the plate. We got a good episode for you guys. So we're going to be talking about the Hall of Fame. The Orioles dropped the documentary. Uh, Oakland. Oh, yeah. Promotional schedule just got out. <laughs> a lot of promos out for the Oakland fans. So I know they'll be happy. That's sarcasm. Uh, and also some new rules for Major League Baseball that's coming up in 2024. So if you, uh, you like the show, you like what we're doing, go ahead and give us a subscription in YouTube. Yeah, take a button. bat and just like beat, beat that subscribe that button subscribe, for us. That Let like us know button. that you enjoy what we're doing. Yeah, it helps. And, uh, it's really cool. And go, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at uh, Stealing Home Show or whatever the hell it is. Look, if you're somewhere, we're also there. Yeah. Find us, follow us. It's helpful. And then you can be us. <laughs> nope, nope. But, <laughs> but. It's a fun thing that a little brother and sister are doing, so why, you can support the family. Why did you have to put the emphasis on the little brother there? The little oh, brother. Uh, I just meant, okay, it doesn't matter. The widow, Let's, the, can, we the talk, can we talk some ball, please? Mm-hmm. Specifically baseball. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so getting into it, we got the Hall of Fame inductees for 2024 coming out. Right. Yeah. And that's coming out this Tuesday on MLB Network, so... Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with how it happened. Yeah, so actually I was going to say um, someone was kind enough to... Explain l- it? No, someone in a previous episode was really kind enough to give us good uh, feedback on how like specific awards worked. So I was going to ask you, like ahead of our Hall of Fame talk, can you explain exactly how uh. the Hall of Fame works? <laughs> exactly to the point yeah exactly if all all details take as long as you need the people who vote on it are like a group of baseball writers they're in the bbwaa baseball writers union of america there's no u baseball writers association of america i said aa so the baseball writers association of america it's like a bunch of reporters media people who follow the game they vote And they get a ballot of players, and they get to pick 10 players on that ballot, up to 10. So that means that that guy who uh, messed up the sanctity of the locker room will (laughs) maybe one day have a vote. Oh, (laughs) yeah. She's talking about the reporter. He's in the Writers Association. Uh, Anyway, I just think it's interesting. The, she's talking about in the World Series where someone le- or the playoffs last year where someone leaked out that yeah. Orlando Arcio no, took was a, talking he took smack a piss to, on the Bre- to on the sanctuary that is the locker room. I'll never forget that. So let's go ahead and look at the ballot. These are the guys that are eligible for the Hall of Fame. If they're italicized, like Jose Bautista, Adrian Beltre, that stuff there, they're going to be that's their first year on the ballot. Right. You get 15 years. And you got to get more than oh, 70. Oh, that's so long. You got to get more than 75% of the vote, though. Okay. So. All it's right, usually gotcha. usually like someone will start off they get like 10 percent. yeah and then like over the years they'll start to climb because people are like oh it's their last chance let's vote for them now we won't make sense vote. yeah so but you got to get 75 percent uh yeah i don't know do you recognize any of these names yeah of course i mean um that's what okay so like as a as a non-geek I mm-hmm. looked at this ballot and i was like, okay before i look up anyone or anything let me who do i recognize from this um, Abreu, Bautista, Beltran, Beltre, 
Colon Gonzalez. You do recognize him? Yeah. I know you uh, recognize Andy Pettit. Right. Andy Pettit, um, A-Rod, Manny Ramirez, of course, Sheffield, Shields. He's a, he's a local Tampa guy, Gary Sheffield. Yeah. So they're, they're, and Utley. There were a lot of people that I recognize that I guess for me, I'm, I, that's when the, the next question is like, okay, so what makes you a Hall of Famer? You know, like what puts you into that category versus just being like there's, a really I can't known tell player. you what makes you a Hall of I mean, it's it's a different answer for each person. Right, right. I can tell you what 100% makes you a Hall of Famer. If you have 3,000 hits, you're in the Hall. Yeah. If you have like, okay. usually if you have 500 home runs, you're in the Hall of Fame. Gotcha. Like those are numbers, like 300 wins, you're in the Hall of Fame. Okay. I think 3,000 strike, but I don't think a lot of people have got 3,000. But like numbers like that. Yeah. Not a lot of people do it, so if you do that, yeah, you're a Hall of Famer for sure. But I was trying to look up the Hall of Fame results, like as of right now, too. Oh, from the last year. Yeah, I got I so think- as of two days ago, I got the results, and I'll, I'll talk about them now. But I figured uh, I'll go through well who I think is going to go in the ballot, and then you tell me if I'm an idiot. Well, I think so. Let me just say this: yeah. uh my first question when you sent me the ballot was, how many people do I have to pick or not? Pick. You don't and have to pick a single person. I don't have to pick person. anyone. Yeah. I think, and when this is going to come up in conversation, I know when we get into your ballot, so I'm going to leave it. All right. So based on where it stands right now, I think for me, Beltre would be like an obvious pick for this year. Okay. Even though it's his first year, I think that's probably makes why sense. Why do you have, say who and why you you going with them? Um, I is it like feeling for you? Like, yeah, I, for me it's feeling like the, you know, and I'm not even I'm not even gonna front here. Like I'm not gonna be able to tell you a lot of these guys like f- hard stats, but there's other people on this list that I'm not gonna say for a very specific reason that I know we will talk about in okay. your section. I'm guessing so, it's something to do with uh, their personalities. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's all right. It's just Keep the going. baseball name. Keep like going. they just don't have that baseball name. So yeah, so Beltre I think would probably be. Just based, again, non-geek answer, the only one on here that I recognize, that I I know the caliber of player that he is, and, and there's not other things that would stop me from putting on... Okay. Putting him on the list, like, without any question. So, you know what I mean? So, before I show my ballot and I piss off whoever's watching this... <laughs> well, I probably just piss people off because I'm like, why, why is she even talking? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, who knows. But before I show my ballot and piss off whoever's watching this, I'll say it's hard for me to do this, and I know that, like, I'm not a dummy. I didn't watch a lot of these guys play. Uh, if anything, I watched the later end of their careers. Right. When they're an old man still balling. So yeah. it's not like I watched them in their prime, right? Um, that being said, I just kind of looked at what their stats were. And then I also looked at my philosophy with the Hall of Fame. So I say, and this is me. I'm like a small oh, room guy Okay. With, with the Hall of Fame. I, I agree, too. I don't want the agree, Hall of actually. Fame to be watered down. And I think that's why I look at this list and save what i'm sure we're going to talk about okay vis-a-vis like hairstyles that i don't like um we'll talk about this there i know we're, yeah, just, we're talking we're about dancing steroids. around it we'll yeah, talk about that about later because i think we but might disagree on that we might but i think like when i when i remove that from this that's why i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pick like 10 guys you know yeah i'm gonna pick I mean, one possible. or two that so, i think are really at that caliber yeah so again i my before i show you guys my ballot i'm a small room guy i like in order for me to put you in the Hall of Fame, you gotta you know who's in the Hall of Fame right now? Well, it's got maybe you can argue it's been watered down. I was gonna say there's a you, lot of people. But when you say Hall of Famers, who do you guys think about? 
Ruth. Babe Ruth. DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Right. Mickey Mantle. Willie Mays. Hank Aaron. <laughs> sure. Right. But like you think of legends of the yeah. game. And I think that is what the Hall of Fame should be. So if I'm going to add someone to the Hall of Fame, I'd have to ask myself, like, okay, is this... Do they stand next to these guys? Are, yeah, are these like are they in the same room as these guys? Because they're because they're physically actually going to be in the same room as right, these guys. Right? Yeah, we've both been there. Yeah. Actually, we've so both been to the Hall of Fame. It's like okay, we'll see. So and honestly, I made my ballot, and I'm not sure if even I pick some people, and I'm like I don't even know if they should be in there, which like would tell you not to put them in. Well, that and well, and that's why again, as like a non-geek, someone who doesn't feel like I can sit here and be very like educated on the stats. I'm going to pick the one person that I feel very confident about, and yeah, that's okay. it. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, you're, the people will probably be more happy with your ballot. Cause okay. I, hey, at least she, <laughs> yeah, because I, I might be a too hypocritical here. But I went hard. I try, I looked up stats because, like, I'll be honest, I didn't watch them play, so the only thing I have to go off is numbers, right? And I did my best. Well, you saw some of these, like you said, you saw some of these guys towards the end. I mean, yeah. maybe you were young. You are younger than me, so maybe not as much. But yeah. Some of the, I remember watching some of these guys. So, But I put this together. The average Hall of Fame hitter. Okay, this is good to know. The average Hall of Fame hitter, batting average 303. He had 2,300 hits around there. Okay. 2,200 home runs, 1,200 RBIs, and 200 stolen bases. That's the average hitter. And you got to remember, like, some dudes are going to be in there because they're power hitters. Right. Their average might not be there. They might not have too many but hits. But they were ex- they excelled in one area. They hit a bunch of yeah. home runs. Or, like, and your, vice versa. They might not hit pitcher, any. You're a pitcher, but, you know, Yeah, and whatever. the pitchers, they usually were around 230 wins, which people are like, oh, wins and losses, not that important, which yeah. it's really not. But in the Hall of Fame, like, it kind of matters. In my head, a little bit. Okay. Like, how many wins did you get? And then the ERA was around three, and they usually had 2,000 strikeouts. And everyone in the Hall of Fame on the closing pitcher end is, like, 300-plus saves. Right. So, um we'll see so i'll just i'll just rip the band-aid off i'll show you guys what i'm thinking from my ballot and that's really i i can just see okay this is I heard like people, really similar to like what i was thinking too I when heard it comes people, to the your your red is the same as my red i heard people on the other side of the screen like oh what do you you don't have joe mauer gary sheffield's not on there like you know well explain what explain the key yeah. first so obviously anything that's black they're in the hall of fame i that's your I vote. bubbled their dot. Anything yeah. that's red is someone I would put in the Hall of Fame, depending on what your view is and if Royd guy should get in. So what I can go right. I can go player <laughs> by player and tell you what I thought of them. Or, you know, we can have that discussion now, like should steroid guys be in the Hall of Fame? Well, let's go with what is your take as someone who's like you on know. the steroids thing? No, should should Barry Bonds and other dudes, Andy Pettit, Manny Ramirez, should they A Rod, should they get in the Hall of Fame? I mean, their yeah, numbers are great, but it's that's a tough question because I mean, I don't. First of all, I don't think any of these guys get in. This is my personal opinion. I don't think you let any of these guys in if Barry Bonds isn't in. Okay. Right, like you start there because he's yeah. he's like. Yeah, the top of this, and and I'm not gonna sit here like when I saw Gary Sheffield. Did I not want to put him in the Hall of Fame? Yes, yeah. I did. I obviously, was like, hell yeah, that's, you know, A Rod maybe not as much, but like I but, want A Rod. I like A Rod I mean, now. Like, yeah, like, I'm an A Rod fan. Statistics wise, yes, fine, you can get in there, but um, you know, Manny Ramirez, Andy Pettit. I saw these names and I was like, oh yeah, they should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. But then you think, then you stop and you're like, actually, wait, hold on. Like, this is what I'll say. I just want to let me get a little. 
little on my soapbox here with steroids okay. and baseball, right? So 90, 1994, the strike happened. Pissed off a bunch of baseball fans. Everyone knows this. Baseball was struggling. How do we get people to watch our sport again? Dudes are juicing, looking like bodybuilders, hitting bombs, yeah. right? And you have records. You like never Rod- have baseball players looked as yeah. <laughs> jacked as they did. Yeah, and you had records that had stood. The test of time. like Yeah, Roger Maris, yeah. 61. Hadn't been broken in like 40 years, 50 years. Right. And then all of a sudden you got Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds. In like what? It's consecutive they bro- I think years. They broke right? it, like, it was like within days or something? They like, broke it like seven or eight times in a span of three years. Yeah, like... If that doesn't bring a red flag... And look, the two things can be true at the same time. That's true. One, it was awesome. It was really exciting. You see guys hitting bombs and like the they're going for the home run race. You see guys breaking records that have never happened, been broke before. That's really exciting, and it got people to go back to baseball. And part of and that's part of the problem is that Major League Baseball kind of turned their well, they back. turned a blind eye to exactly, it, exactly, because right? it was bringing in people. Right. But another thing can also be true as well that it's kind of tra- it's a tragedy that you had something that was a historical record that means things to people who watch that guy play Roger Maris right. and like baseball fans who. That's a that's a number that is very valuable, like sixty one. Yeah. Or Hank Aaron's uh, hitting a seven. I think it's what seven fifty six is what Hank Aaron had, or seven fourteen was Babe Ruth's number when mm-hmm. Aaron broke Ruth's record. Right. Like these numbers are really important to to baseball fans, and then to just have it kind of be made a mockery by the use of steroids. That's why people have a bad taste of steroids, and for good reason. For good reason. But I don't think you, I, me personally, let those guys go in the Hall of Fame. Because are you, are you on the are you the people that are like make a special wing? Yeah, like, I've heard that. I've yeah, heard that take. Not even a special, a special wing. Building. Put him in the Hall of Fame, and I'll tell you another thing. But just put him in the Hall of Fame because those guys were were stars in their generation. Like they were. I mean, regardless of steroids, if if they were all clean, they probably would still be great ball players. Everyone knows that. But yeah. they were stars of their generation. Put them in the Hall of Fame. Everyone knows the history. Right. Everyone knows about the records that, hey, these records are muddied up because of the use of steroids. Well, yeah. But so just let them in the Hall of Fame. Because in the, in the real reason why, too, in my ending point with this, the reason why you should let steroid guys in the Hall of Fame is I'm pretty sure there's probably guys in the Hall right now that are on steroids. They just never got caught that, or they were yeah. never successfully caught. And then also, what, what the, the bad part, too, though, is what about the guys who are clean? Like Fred McGriff, who he's in the hall now, but it took him so long to get in because his numbers are really good, but they were nothing compared to, like, the steroid guys. So, like, right. they kind of, when the water when the water's muddy, like, it's either, I agree with you, it's, like, either let them all in or let none of them in. And, the, so, and that's just it. And I, so I, let needs, them all in. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I... It's tough. It's really tough because you look at the players that you're leaving out and they're historical they're, figures. Exactly. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was trying to find the words. Like they are historical figures. Like you don't you don't think of baseball in the last like 20 years without thinking about A-Rod or Manny Ramirez or yeah. Gary Sheffield. Like these people are icons, right? And they're not going to be So that means 20 years down the road 40 years down the road, people are going to be going to the Hall of Fame if they do, if they still do that. And then, like, they're not, they're going to be like, why isn't A Rod? You know, like, those are going to be well, questions. I think for, they'll always know. And yeah, honestly, maybe. even on the plaque, 
put an ash like put a physical asterisk on the plaque i, I don't know about that <laughs> but, I mean? but like, like to your denote point, that like, like for, was was associated or, or was you know yeah found tested positive for peds like, for the, for the guys who stay clean to your point though like you know stats wise then you've got but then there's guys that don't get caught and you're you can't tell yeah. me that there are not people in the hall of fame oh. right now that w- just didn't get caught you know that's there probably is there's got to be so at least one. let those guys in let pete rose in too that's what i'll say oh okay i did want to talk about pete rose you did yeah because um i i saw a lot of people talking about this and i was like about pete rose yeah and i was like because they were like put gary in and put pete in too and i was like what is this like situation an, it's, a, it's an annual thing with baseball <laughs> yeah. fans Pete Rose is the all-time hit leader, and he's not. Do you know why he's not in the hall? He gambled, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like he a big gambled scandal. Gambled on baseball. Yeah, which okay. Which, this is the only thing I wanted to say, but go ahead because I. I was gonna it. say which is ironic because now you see Fanduel and DraftKings. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> all over the place. Here's the crazy part, and I personally players still can't bet on themselves. That's like, fine, sports, and right? I'm and coaches probably shouldn't bet either. To be he fair, he said he never bet against Pete. himself. Okay, you know. He kind of screwed himself though, because he lied and said he didn't do it for the longest, and then, he, and then <laughs> as long he as he's as long as it's not a black sock situation where you're betting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, like, yeah, I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, it's so crazy. Like, guys, do we not? Li- we live where you can bet on anything. You, you can, can bet, bet on bet darts. On the god, you can be like, I think he's gonna flip his bat backwards, not forward. Like it's crazy. Like you can bet on like the minuscule parts of this game, we, and not just this game, any game. We've allowed so much gambling in all sports, and to not let this guy in over that, yeah. So, I just feel like, come on, put. He was a player first, right? And then he was a player, and then he was a player manager, and right? And he was a manager. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand the rest. Of but, he's like, done everything. Put, but put him in. <laughs> yeah, like, get him in the hall. You know, get him in the hall of fame. What are you talking about? And the Royds guys, I don't know. I'm personally still very conflicted about the guy, the Royds guys. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. I <laughs> I see. I in. see the point, especially with like a Barry Bonds, about you know, not only obviously this guy is like would have had those would have had numbers regardless. Like you can't take that away from him. But also. They turned. They did. They allowed it to happen because they knew what was going on. Oh yeah, we all know that. Like, we know the story. Major League Baseball is complicit. So let me let me show my bout again, and then let me go. So I don't get through all the guys. So I don't get crucified, or maybe I'll just add fire or flame (laughs) fuel to the fire. Flame (laughs) fuel to the fire. Yeah, I don't add flame to the fuel here. Uh, I just like. I'm kind of surprised James Shields wasn't on yours. I'm well. I'm realistic. Like he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay, all like right, he, that's good. I'm just surprised, dude. There's like I'm just okay, surprised. so like for on based on feel for me, right? I'll, I'll tell you what I yeah. think based on feel and what I think when I looked at their numbers. Because again, right. I didn't watch these guys play, except for like maybe like the final three or four years of their career. Okay, so age or Bobby Abreu, like again, I watched maybe the final few years of his career. He played 18 seasons. He was an All Star twice. Which when you're looking at Hall of Fame. Back in the day, the all-star team was the all-star team. Mm. Now you got to have a player from every team. So someone might get snubbed. That's lame. It's lame. So now, like, if you look at all-star selections, they're, like, not that. They're not as valuable because you could have a scrub, like, on some scrub team. Right. Make it when but they probably should But he's just the have. best guy on that team. So, or exactly. The, you know, no, yeah. They needed someone in that position. So might yeah. as well pick someone from that team. And the all-star yeah. team's kind of turned into a popularity contest, which it's always been. But so Bobby Abreu, two All Stars. He's got a Gold Glove. He hit 291, 2400 hits, and he's got 288 home runs. 2470 hits. 
Okay. So that's, that's a lot, lot of hits. That's a lot of hits. I had him in the maybe category. I really couldn't make my mind up. He's also got 400 stolen bases and hit 284 in 20 playoff games. I put him in the maybe just because I don't know. And if, if I, it's his last year, you're going to vote just because... No, probably okay. not. But he's like he's a maybe for me because when I hear Bobby Abreu, I'm not like, like Hall of Fame. I'm not like DiMaggio, Ruth. One, and that's why my vote was yeah. for the one I was like, that name? Yep, you're in. Yeah. Everyone else, yeah. I'm like, eh. Yeah. I know there's levels to Hall of Famers too, like... Harmon Killebrew is not Babe Ruth, right? <laughs> you you probably don't know who Harmon Killebrew is, but he was a dog. You, you could have said, like, <laughs> plastic bag, trash can, and I'd be yeah, like, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, what about Dennis Eckersley? Is, not, are you making up names now? N- no, no. <laughs> yeah, but there's levels to Hall of Fame. Sure. So, uh, Jose Bautista. So, I got this color-coded, too. I don't know if you can see. I got orange, red, and green. Bautista's red for me. He ain't getting in at all. He, and I like Jose Bautista. He's one of my favorite players. He was a dog. Fun to watch. He has that famous bat flip. Not a Hall of Famer, though. You can be a great player. Why? You can be a great player, yeah. but not a Hall of Famer. That is true. To me, Jose Bautista was a great player, not a Hall of Famer. Okay. He played 15 seasons, six All-Stars. That's no joke. You met, you're an All-Star, a 30-year career. Three Silver Sluggers, too. Played right field. He hit 247, which is fine. He was a power hitter. He had 344 bombs, so not near 500, which is where I'd like to see a Hall of Famer, and uh, 1,500 hits. I feel like if he had more hits and more bombs, and yeah, like if he if he played longer. Okay. That's another thing with Hall of Fame too is like longevity. Like, can you be consistently really good for many years? Right. That's Hall of Fame. Yeah, because I mean, you get injured and stuff. You don't play. You're losing time. Yeah. Carlos Beltran. I had him marked down, and I just remember him on the Mets. Yep, as one okay. of the Mets players. He played 20 years. He was a rookie of the year. Nine-time All-Star in 20 seasons. It's pretty good. He's got a World Series ring. He's got three gold gloves and two silver sluggers. He played 65 games in the playoffs and hit 307. So I, I think that's a big part of it, too. Like, if you're good in the playoffs, like, that, that's when all eyes are on you. Okay. And you got the clutch factor. No one else was better in the playoffs at being clutch and getting RBI hits than David Ortiz. And he's a, he's a Hall of Famer to me. Like, Hall of Famer. Well... Is he not in the Hall of Fame? Not, yeah, he is. He is. Okay, yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Easy. So Beltron, he's got 27-25 for hits, 2,725 hits, 435 bombs. I said, screw it, get him in. Honestly, I could see someone telling me I'm wrong on that, and I'd probably agree with them. That's why I'm like, it's tough for me. I don't really know. Beltre, easy yes. That's an easy yes. I agree when you've you. got that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think he's got three thousand hits. Easy I yes. almost wonder if sometimes you shouldn't run it by someone like me, who's just a casual viewer, <laughs> and be like, "Who do you think?" And then I'll tell you <laughs> based off of the probably better, honestly. If you just had like people who well, because they only know the ones who are fucking worth knowing. Well, yes and no, right? Because I'm not gonna sit here and say that like I, I'm sure there's stats and stuff that I don't know because I'm not a geek about it to be able to yeah to say. So I'm not gonna say like that should be the definitive way. But sometimes with casual viewers, to your that's my point and they're yours gonna, too. Like gonna know the ones I know, know the ones that really wow you yeah and those are the ones that you think of for the hall of fame i'll go by the next three really quickly mark burley not getting in he had a perfect <laughs> game against the rays but i mean i just maybe but i just i never really saw him as like like for for me you you gotta be like look some of these guys are gonna be 
it's an it's that joke of like the Oscars. It's an honor just to be invited. Like, yeah, it's yeah. an honor just to be nominated. Yeah, some of these are gonna be that because they gotta fill the ballot. That's <laughs> so, what, probably that's cool. right. Yeah. I think that that's, might be what it is. But he was a good pitcher. But was he Hall of Fame? I yeah. don't know. Maybe when when I didn't watch him, I watched him on the White Sox, like throwing perfect games against the Rays, which you would say like, oh, how many people have a perfect game? I was like, yeah, but. Come on. That's a perfect well, game. Well, nowadays, luck. an entire bullpen can have a perfect game. So Bartolo Colon, 21 seasons. He's got a Cy Young. He's four-time All-Star, but he was roided up, so I didn't put him in there. Also, and even though, with the Roys, though, I don't know if he still gets in, though, because he's he had some a lot of bad years on top of like, yeah, some I good don't, years. I don't think years. so, but I will give him this. Hall of Fame for baseball names. Great baseball Bartolo name. Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Hall of Fame in terms of personality. You know what his nickname is? No what? Big Sexy. What? Yeah, big sexy. He's got one career home run too. Okay, all right. Adrian Gonzalez. I remember him on the Dodgers. He was a stud and on the Red Sox. He played 15 years, four times Gold Glove, two times Silver Slugger, uh, five time All Star, 287 career average, 2,000 hits. Um, Not close enough. Yeah, close but no cigar. Todd Helton. He played with the Rockies. He had a 316 average, 2,500 hits, 369 bombs. He was a batting champ, so he won the best batting average in the National League. Uh, I said, screw it. Let him in. He's good. I think he's – a lot of people have been talking about Todd Helton getting in. They kind of hold it back against him that he played in Colorado because you have good offensive stats there. But mm. I saw something, too, that said he had pretty good away stats, too. I don't, I don't know. Is that because of the elevation? Yeah. it's easy. You know, The ball yeah. flies farther. Matt Holiday, his first – I put him in the orange. I wasn't sure about him. But I didn't send him. Right, he's got another. He's got years. <laughs> yeah, he's got another fourteen. But I didn't send him. He's got fifteen played. Seven time All Star. He hit two ninety nine in his career. Flip the page. Tory Hunter. Same thing. I kind of off feel. Off feel. I was like, I think Tory should get in. Really. But then I looked at his numbers and I was like, Oh, I thought he was better than he yeah, was. Yeah. Maybe it was just a personality, and I really like Tory Hunter. He seemed like a good clubhouse guy, and he was kind of a dog. But nine time Gold Glove in the outfield. Maybe you put him in for the defense. Five-time All-Star, 277 career average. Didn't put him in. I don't have Andrew Jones either just because he doesn't even have 2,000 hits. Oh, wow. Like, I okay. just, I don't Why know. Why is he up there then? He hit bombs. Okay. He was 70, 60, he's actually 66 home runs away from 500. Oh, wow. So, okay. close to 500. I just didn't have him in. Victor Martinez, same thing. He's got 2,000 hits, but I just, I, I saw Victor Martinez play, and he was really good with Miguel Cabrera on the Tigers and stuff. But I just, like, Miguel Cabrera is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He was better than Victor Martinez. And that's why I'm like, okay, Victor Martinez isn't a Hall of Famer. I don't know. It's just, it's a feel thing. I'm probably going to get crucified for this. Joe Mauer's a maybe. I think he was one of the, I think, I, I actually think this is one that I, I'm like a dummy on this one. Like, he should bet, he should be in. I might change my why mind. Why do you say that, though? Because he was, like, the best catcher for a very, like, a, a section of years. He was the best catcher and, like, one of the best hitters in the game. So, so he, I was trying to learn a little bit about this, and I was reading that there's not a lot of catchers because it's harder to put up a lot of defensive numbers in that position. Is that true? Is uh, that, like, are there less? I mean, defensive. Ne- it would be. It would be. Oh, in the hall. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to hit. Oh, okay. It, you, it's hard to find a good hitting catcher. Okay. Because they spend the entire game on their knees, and like they're usually doing catcher stuff, so they're not hitting as much. It's if you have a good hitting catcher, you're really good. Catcher a catching position is merely for like how you handle the rotation and defense Mm -hmm. like that's usually why people are like catchers and it's tough to find a catcher that'll hit like 330 like his career average is 306 he won the batting champ uh batting batting title three times oh wow like the guy's a stud and he has an mvp like a lot of these guys don't even have mvp so it's like 
can you be a Hall of Famer without even being the best in in the in the league? One of the seasons you've played. I, don't, I, 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 I think you can. That's but. A, I mean, I think you can, but that's a good question. Andy Pettis got the numbers, but he's associated with steroids. So I said, if you were letting all those guys in, he yeah, goes in. Right. Uh, Brandon Phillips, I wanted to put him in too, low key, because he was he was a wizard with the glove. He was nasty with the glove. He had 17 seasons, four gold gloves, which I was like, wow, I thought it would have been more than just four. Uh, but he hit 275. He has 2,000 hits, only 200 home runs. I was like, ah. Kind of on the line. Not DiMaggio. Kinda a lot of, of these guys aren't DiMaggio. Kind of on the line. The bar is high. I want, But me, I want the Hall of Fame to be a high bar. Yeah. Manny Ramirez, Hall of Fame if he's not on steroids. Jose Reyes, I don't have getting in. He's got 2,100 hits, but 145 bombs. His career average is 283. Like, I just want to see you be a You want higher. dogs. You want, yeah. you want to walk through the Hall of Fame and look at pictures and be like, Rodriguez wow. is in for me if he's a, right. if we're letting those guys in. Uh, Francisco Rodriguez, K Rod, closing pitcher. I just remember him being one of the best, better, best closing pitchers back in the day. Right. And I was like towards the end of his career. And I looked it up. He's got 437 saves. And that's like usually on par with the other closers that are out there. Okay. So I was like, sure, let him in. I don't really know. I, I only watched the last half. Jimmy Rollins, there's an argument to put him in. I wouldn't put him in just because, I don't know. I just don't think he's Hall of Fame. But like now that I'm looking at it, I have him as a maybe. I mean, he's got almost 2,500 hits. He hit 264 average, though. He has four gold gloves, a silver slugger. He was an MVP, and he was a world, he has a World Series ring and a three-time All-Star. Like, now that I'm looking at it, the MVP is tough to get. Yeah. Numbers-wise, it puts him in. Yeah, and his numbers are 2,500 hits almost. is pretty good, so probably does get in. But I didn't have him on mine. Sheffield gets in if he's a... a, a he apparently he used some kind of condition or, or cream or something that when he worked out with Barry Bonds and he didn't know it had steroids in it. Damn. I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but if it were, could you I don't imagine know how pissed off you'd be? Dude, I was like five or six when all this stuff happened. I mean, yeah. So I don't know, but I just figured if he tested positive or something, I don't know. That's why I have him marked in red. But honestly, I'd vote for him. Let him all in. Chase Utley, I don't have. James Shields, I don't have. At least people want him in, but dude, he doesn't have two thousand hits. Uh, I don't think you can get let a guy in. You gotta have two K. I would agree with you that. You gotta have two K. If three thousand's an automatic bid, you can't be getting in with like nineteen hundred hits. No, no. Uh Omar Vizquel I have as a maybe. He has almost three thousand hits, two thousand eight hundred and seventy seven, but he also wow. played like fifty years. He played twenty four <laughs> seasons. So shit, I would probably have a thousand hits if I played 500 years yeah but you're just saying at this caliber you're expecting more if you play for that long yeah sure and he hit 272 he was i mean he's a good player 11 time gold glove so he was a nasty with the leather but is he a hall of famer i don't know billy wagner I, pff, dude i don't even i gonna be honest i've never seen this dude play that i remember well yeah and that's definitely part of it for me too is like you like you said you go with the people that you know it yeah. a little bit, like yeah, historically. I don't know some of these guys. I'm just going off his numbers though. He had a two three one ERA and four hundred plus saves. I was like, yeah, put him in. He he fits the mold for the other closers that I see in the hall. Okay. So either the hall got watered down and I'm letting someone in who shouldn't be in, or I mean he fits the same category as the other dudes for as far as I can see. And maybe I might be a dummy. I'm interested to see how bad my ballot is to you guys. Uh, and then David Wright, the last guy. I, I want him in the Hall of Fame, but I didn't put him in just because he doesn't have really... He's not 2,000 hits. He had an injury-riddled career. If he wasn't injured, he's probably a Hall of Famer easy. Do you see... Because it's Gary's last year, so I have two questions. I'll just yeah. ask him at the same time. 
Uh, can he at some point come back on the ballot? I think so, but it has to be like a special counsel. Like okay. it, it has to be a like a cons- consorted effort. Concerted effort. Concerted effort. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be an effort to be like, hey, this guy should have been in. Okay. And he wasn't in. Um, like, let's let's vote on it again. Let's do another like like a recall, I guess, to say, hey, so, did we run? I think McGriff might have got in that way. And I asked that because sure. we've got so it's Sheffield's last year, and then we've got like three other players. It was Pettit, Rodriguez, A Rod, and um, and Bonds and Ramirez. McGuire. And, and so I was like, gonna say, like, yeah. do you? I mean. What, what are they going to address the steroids issue i guess is the question like because I, I like i said i don't think you let any of these guys in unless you let bond bonds in but yeah what do you but so then do any of these guys so they just never make it in or are we never going to where's it's like that family secret we just never talk about we're just not gonna uh, do it. they got to figure it out though i'll say that i don't know i really you don't keep know the putting answer. these guys on the ballot oh here's my question like why even if if why even have them Why on the even ballot? put them on the ballot? Yeah, that's a good point. And it, and I guess you're putting them on the ballot because you've never said, oh, we won't well, let I guess them in. Because there's no rule about if you've done it, you can't be on the ballot. Right. And maybe it's just the riders just saying, we won't put these guys in. So maybe it's just an, like an artificial thing that the riders don't add them. Right. And, so and the only I, one that's stopping what I think them, is happening. The only one stopping them, like the only people stopping having those guys in is, is the riders right but they're yeah. also making the ballot so just don't put them on the ballot is all i'm like don't yeah i guess you're right that, that's yeah. this just feels silly to me this feels like a weird boy logic like just don't just don't put them on the I ballot agree. <laughs> like, i say put just put them in just put them in he wants to put them in. Put in i don't know i still don't know how i feel i i see both sides i see compelling arguments on both ends because like you said those guys were really good they would have been good regardless but they did do that, but then they got the caught. thing and uh, the thing with steroids too is it's not like if I took steroids today I'd be able to hit three three thirty. No, because like, hitting is hard. Hitting's hard, but also what it I mean it, it helps. It does help. Well, it helps. Well, you're fat. You're faster, stronger. Yes. Faster is probably really helpful. The biggest when you're thing, but the biggest thing, right? Like that's what people think when they think steroids, right? Faster, mm-hmm. stronger, bigger. Like hit the ball farther, Aggressive, harder. Yeah. But the real big thing with steroids too, especially in the game like baseball. The hardest thing in baseball, it is a marathon. You play 162 games. Recovery time? Recovery. Oh, okay. When you're on steroids, your recovery, you're, you're, you're fresh a lot more than other guys who aren't on it. So obviously you play better when you're fresh. Right. That's what's tough about baseball is can you play good when you're fresh? Yeah, okay, you'll, you'll be in a lineup. Can you play good when you're not fresh? When it's yeah. game 130 and your knee hurts yeah. and your shoulder sore. <laughs> when can it's you October, still hit? can you still yeah, make this happen? Exactly. Yeah. So that and steroids, it's easier to do that. And that's the biggest thing too. But Okay, good points. Cool. We'll see what happens, I guess, in the future. I think it's really silly, but we'll, Let them in. We'll see what happens. Yeah, one more time. Look at my ballot. Interested to see how you guys will make fun of me and call me a stupid idiot. Oh, and while we have it up, I did pull up the results from two days ago. The so they're results. so we're getting kind of like rolling as of right now 168 ballots known and i do not know how many there are outstanding but uh two days ago with that uh, 168 ballots we had adrian beltray at 98 percent, so he's okay, getting so in. He's in joe mauer with 82 percent, so he's getting so in he's in todd helton's in with 82 percent. billy wagner's in with 79.8 percent um gary sheffield was 74.4 wow andrew jones is 72 carlos beltron is 66 
Chase Utley is at 44. Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez is at 40. And Manny Ramirez is at 37. Yeah, those guys, I don't think that it's, it sounds like Sheffield's got the best, the best potential. Yeah, out of, so, uh, you know, with two days ago, 168 known ballots, Beltre, Maurer, Helton, Wagner, and Potentially Sheffield, Sheffield is like 0.6 away. But we'll see. I mean, I, again, my big thing was, I don't think you let any of these guys in. If you can't have the conversation about bonds, put them in. Yeah. Like that's that's what's let that man in. Let that man let that man. If you're gonna have others, let that man in. That's what I'm or saying. Or expunge the record and act like it never happened. Like you can't play both sides. In my yeah, head. that's what. Yeah. Fair. Um. All right. Other news: the Baltimore Orioles are releasing, or they actually already have released the documentary for their 2023 season, where they won 101 games. So part of me does think this is hilarious. What is your take on this? On the <laughs> Orioles? Because, remind you, they won 101 games, won the AL East, and they've been bad for, for a while. I know. They won the division. Yeah. And then they got swept in the playoffs. Oh, no. Right. They, did they get swept? No. They did not get swept. They didn't but get they swept, lost. But they lost. They lost in the playoffs. So, um, <laughs> what is your take on the documentary that they dropped called My, 101? Well, I haven't seen it yet. I know we're going to watch the trailer in a second. Spoiler if you're watching this episode. Should we just play it now, too, before we get into it? Uh. Yeah, yeah. Actually, let's go ahead and watch the trailer. We got the trailer. Have you watched it yet? I have not. Okay, cool. But I'm about to play it. Most important thing we will cover tonight is the Baltimore Orioles. The AL East this year, one of the best and deepest divisions in the history of baseball. And it's the Orioles that are leading that division. How are they this good? 2023, baby. Vamos. I felt like the division was over in two weeks. Nobody's catching Tampa. And it is way out of here. Oh, my. We've been going to battle in tight ball games all season. We've had to earn every win we've gotten. They've won games that they don't deserve to win. They're going to slide down, and they're going to be fortunate to be the third wildcard team in the American League. Are people going to learn to stop criticizing Michael Elias ever? Time to turn your clocks back to mountain time. Bullock's pulled up. Yeah, I think he heard the quad. And Felix Bautista is going to leave this game. I was sitting in the stands. I saw the injury. I'm like, oh, no, we're kind of screwed. This will be four losses in a row for the Orioles, which would tie a season-high losing streak. Nobody says it's going to be easy. There is panic in the air in Baltimore. Panic that this thing is slipping away. have seasons like this players show up that you haven't anticipated when you map it out in spring training. John Means is back atop the hill for the first time in 517 days. Mullins! He got it! He got it! He got it! Oh my gosh! He cannot have just done that! He cannot have just done that! You look at this team and they believe when they walk in the door every day, you have no shot of beating them. Taylor's going one, two, three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Kind of one of those things like how, how can you not be romantic about baseball? So that was the Orioles documentary 101 that's on YouTube now. How can you not be romantic about baseball? I don't know. He sold me. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I know. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> I was like, wow, you're right. So the only thing I would like to see more in that documentary that they didn't put in the trailer was I wanted the sprinkler. There's a guy in like the outfield. Oh, that, I've like, seen this. Squirts water everywhere. Yeah. Where was he at? No, I, I need him. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, like, no, I've seen it. I didn't see him now. Um, so what's your take? Now that we watched the trailer, <laughs> okay. you know what it's okay. about. Look. 
It's a little dramatic. Look. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> they, they did a good job at making it really dramatic. I, the music look, did it. And here's the thing. I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, okay? Because um, when I am a Florida State Seminole and when the Florida State Seminoles won the national championship, you better believe there was a documentary that came out that was about... <laughs> but that's the national championship. Well, and that's what I was going to okay. say. <laughs> so okay. like, that's where I was going. I was like, yeah, we did actually, though, win the national championship. So, And obviously, we don't mean this year because um, that was stolen from us. But, um, yeah, like, that's what it just... The appetite. <laughs> I know, man. Cause, like, you have ideas? Because, like, I want to say, bro, really? Like, part of me is like, y'all for real but at the same time i i get where they're coming from they've been shit for so long and they're they they're just happy like the the fans are just happy and i don't want to take that from them even though i think it's really corny i will (laughs) say my initial thoughts were what right (laughs) but then i was like actually no i was like no this is really cool i was like this is actually really cool this is something that is good for like their fan base and Orioles yeah, fans, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that was a great that was a great season. Yeah. They won 101 games no, and won the AL East. And yeah, look, yeah. if they came out with a documentary about like any of my teams for this season, yeah, you I'd better. Be for I'm gonna be. I'm gonna watch it three times. As a baseball fan, I'm gonna watch it too, just because it's like like a maybe. Hopefully, they have like a behind the scenes look. I'd be interested of in that. the season, yeah, yeah, and just to relive it again. I mean, it was a great season. So at first, I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and then I was like, actually, nah, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch. I mean, that. the editing is great, but yeah. it does really feel like uh, it does feel a little yeah. bit like okay. it's yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. But no, it's definitely cool. I think I think it's cool. I'm thumbs up in this one. I like that. No, I'm happy for them. Uh, like, I won't take it. I did want to say I saw something on Twitter that I thought was funny because the initial reaction from a lot of the comments were obviously people Probably trolling a lot like this. Yeah, trolling like oh, like oh, whole documentary to like go one and done in the playoffs like like and then some i saw an oakland ace fan say like i was gonna talk crap about this and then i remembered my favorite movie is about a team that lost in a divisional series just like in a division series just like the orioles what he's talking about Moneyball, the oakland A's. oh that's his favorite movie and it's a it's all about a team that had a great regular season yeah <laughs> and then they lost in a division series so yeah you, you can make i mean it was a great. Was, good yeah. stories don't end just because you lose. Yep. You know, there's tons of things that happen in the middle of the season Sounds that make like it. Sounds like a loser right there to me. I just <laughs> don't want to yuck someone's yum. Is that what they say? Look, have where, your- yeah, where, I've been I've been hearing that lately. What the hell is that? Oh, that's been around. for I'm a while. I'm mad. I'm not on that lingo. That's a All right. yeah. I gotta get on that. Yeah, that's been around for a while. I think that's like Southern mom lingo. Yeah, you don't want to yuck their yum. I don't want to yuck their yum, but at I'm the same time, you know, whatever, Orioles, do your thing. How about this? If you put out this documentary. Don't come back next year shitty. You better be, you better be good <laughs> better next come year. Back. You better because, win a series. Yeah, if I'm an Oriole fan and then you do this, like you have a good season and then you make this documentary and you come back and you are not good, like we're going to have some problems. So 100%. keep it going, guys. Like, I believe in you. I agree with that. Really yeah. cool, though. I really want to watch it. After I wanna, watching yeah, I'll watch it. After the trailer, I think I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be romantic about baseball? This also, had me, this also had me thinking, too. Um, just like... In terms of like video production for baseball, right? That's really cool to see a documentary, kind of like something that is a, a movie, yeah. so to say, a docu-series or a documentary about baseball. It's like, that's something that a fan like myself is going to watch. Maybe you might watch it. Yeah. If you're I not, mean, nah, sports fans probably watch that kind of stuff. I don't think casual, you'll watch it. I would watch it, yeah. But I don't think like a regular Joe would watch Well, you know, it's that. because I'm not a baseball geek, 
but I am a geek about operations of large corporations. Yeah, cool. I think that's really interesting. So yeah. I'd be interested in the behind the scenes that was going on, like what they had to deal with. I wanted to bring up, because we talked about it a little bit last week about how to grow baseball's popularity. Something that's really cool with the NFL is hard knocks, I NFL was, films. Yes. Why does baseball, and I looked it up, they, they used to put out a World Series film every year. I guess. And I saw something on Twitter. I don't know if it's true that the year that they stopped doing it is the year the Rangers won. I think it was like a Rangers fan. Like, of course they stopped doing it. Oh, the year wow. Okay. But like, that's really cool. They should. And I'm mad because why have I not seen? Like, I feel like that's something. Even know that was as a thing. baseball fan, that should be in my f- paws. That should like be in front of my face for me to see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I'm a fan. I should be able to get easy access to the N- the MLB films, like World Series thing. Like, why don't we have that? Well, that just came to my like, head. We need that. What's that Netflix series? It's like untold stories or like whatever. You know uh, what I'm talking about? Yeah. ESPN. Uh, they did it on Tebow. Like the. Yeah, but they, they also do that did, for baseball, though. They, they also did one on like Mandy, uh, Manny Tua or whatever his name was. Uh, Manti Teo. Manti Teo. Man- yeah. Manny Tua. I was like, <laughs> no, I was trying to like, what the fuck is that guy's name? Tu- Manny yeah. Tua. Um, no those are really cool because they're like it doesn't always have to be like you can't tell me that there's not really interesting things happening with the players even if they're not on the team that's one i would love to see a baseball version of hard knocks that follows the team during spring training that would be really cool actually like mlb if nfl is the top which it is in terms of their content and i know we have you know, problems with the scarcity because NFL has 17 games and we talked about it. We have so many games. So obviously, but there's nothing stopping you from making a hard knock MLB version like for spring training. There's nothing stopping you guys from doing that. I mean, there's a lot that goes on. Money probably might be stopping them from doing that. Yeah, but they got money. It would also be interesting to follow like uh, decisions around, you know, like free agent stuff, either from the player, like all the stuff that goes on with negotiation and stuff but i'm sure i think it's probably harder to get that they can't play that for like money you know yeah for money and negotiation yeah, personal i get stuff. that yeah but like yeah to see like hard knocks goes into the front office they cut people like it'd be cool to have that see that unfold in the baseball way like you see guys yeah. show up to camp you see guys go from where they're living to camp you see it's a it's a miss a mishmash of minor leaguers and major leaguers minor right. leaguers who get the invite it'd be cool to see that's my that's all i wanted to say and got in my head i want to see some hard knocks mlb because i'd be tuned into that <laughs> also the nhl even has stuff like quest for the cup right it's like a docuseries that comes out in live time during the stanley cup playoffs right it's like where's mlb's version of that for our playoffs it well, would be awesome i mean any of these major league teams regardless of the sport they're being filmed all the time like yeah. there's people there that are documenting what is going on we need to see it yeah just show us just show us it together yeah okay yeah, so um, we've talked a lot about how the rules have changed and they've been kind of beneficial. I think we would both agree for baseball. We've talked about it before. So there are new rules coming out for 2024. Some of them I thought were, <laughs> I think they're I think they're good rules overall, but they're a little bit comical to me for reasons we'll get into. Uh-huh. So if we want to go ahead, I sent you the article so you can show like just from MLB, like what the rule proposed changes are. Yep. The first one that's not on here or not on your screen is the widening of the runner's lane. So they're adding the six inches right to the runner's lane so that you don't have to run in foul territory. Okay, right? that's good. So as a player, this seems to make a lot of sense, right? Yeah, 100%. Like most players will be happy. It was stupid because you got... Okay, so running from home plate to first base, 
you had to stay in foul territory in order to not have interference you basically have to do you. like one of these like you have to do like an arc right you no. gotta get out and then run back if you've watched a major league baseball game no one runs like that right but in it, theory sure you have to you have to stay in foul territory if you don't want interference calling you and it's the dumbest rule i've ever seen in baseball it pisses me off every time it gets called because what is the runner supposed to do because they're supposed to be in foul territory, but the base is in fair they're territory. They're supposed to Danny Phantom and not get in the way of the Yeah, like move your yeah. foot. very. You're like, no, that's not going to happen. So it was a dumb rule to begin with. I think this is ugh, this is baseball getting it right by saying, look, you can run in fair territory. Like that should have been a thing. Every other base, the runner creates his own lane. When, he, when there's a, a runner's lane, the runner creates his own lane. It should be no different going from home to first. Okay, that's, and makes that, sense. Yeah. I think that's not well, what they're, they're saying. Yeah, no, they're widening the lanes. They're so letting them run in fair territory. They're letting them run a little bit. Yeah, they're just, just going to widen that lane so you can run in fair territory and have a little bit more there's room. been so many times where a big play has happened and someone hits a ball like a swinging bunt right in front of the catcher and they're booking it down the line. And, I mean, they were just running down the foul line straight to first base and then the ball, the catcher makes a bad throw. It's a bad throw. It's a bad play on the catcher. Because the first baseman should be setting up in fair territory, giving him a target, you know, inside, inside, giving him a target, and the mm -hmm. catcher should be able to hit that guy in the chest and get the out easy. Don't penalize the runner for running to first base because the catcher made a bad throw and hit me in the back. And Do I'm, you think I'm catchers ever throw base. it at the guy just because? No. Like, it, okay. No. Because um, it's not a guarantee you get that call. <laughs> true. But, I mean, was it in the rule book? Yeah. But I just figured it was a stupid rule. So, so the other one not on here, so this is my bad, was the change in the pitch clock. So they're actually bringing the pitch clock down when runners are on base from 20 seconds to 18 seconds. Yeah. I find that funny just because it's like, I'm, I'm happy with it. Look, don't, I'm all for the pitch clock. I Super like it. fan. Yeah. Love that. Make it short. Cool. But to the, like the. Our, the two seconds, the two seconds just seem like it matters. <laughs> think about how many pitches are thrown in the big league game, though. There's like 500 pitches around there, I think. That's 400, true. 500 pitches. That's What's true. that times two? You're right. 800 okay. seconds. Okay, okay, I'll give that. What's to 800 you. seconds in a minute? I'm not that good at quick math like that. 800, 800 divided by 60. 60 is a lot of minutes. Some minutes. It's definitely a few more a than few one. It's a couple. Uh, so <laughs> it's more than that'll one That'll be changing. But it sounds like the pitch clock's here to stay. So everyone's... I'm happy with that. I'm happy that. about that. I'm a big pitch um, clock guy. These I thought were also interesting. So pitching changes. The new rule is if a new pitcher steps onto the warning track with less than two minutes remaining on the inning break clock, the clock will reset to two minutes rather than two minutes and 15 seconds. Inning breaks that contained a pitcher changing averaged two minutes and 35 seconds in 2013. So. 2023. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. This it's, is like just talking about in between innings. Yeah. Well, if it's a new pitcher. Steps it, on when a new track, pitcher. Yeah. Basically, basically what this is saying is like, so broadcasters okay. are only guaranteed two mi minutes of commercial time. So I guess what they're saying is what would happen is you'd have like two minutes of commercials. You come back. And they're still like doing all this stuff, you know, and pitching. So this will hopefully again make that an right. easier transition. Anything I'm I'm for either way, whatever. Uh, I yeah. Know, can I say something though? Because yeah, I know yeah, you absolutely. mentioned the pitch clock. Yeah. Uh, I saw this in this article too. It was breaking down the month by month amount of like time yeah. for games. I think part of the reason why they add why they shaved off two seconds on that clock is one is because they probably found that like those two seconds weren't really needed maybe by pitchers. I'm just assuming on that one. Uh, and second too, is look at this in April when everyone was strict about the pitch clock, that was the average game time, two thirty-seven. 
in September, it was 244. Mm. So definitely people, maybe umpires were starting to be a little more lenient on it. Or we were, uh, like hitters were starting to figure out a way to, to take their time. Rules, yeah. I think MLB just doesn't want to see them. They made such good progress early yeah. in the season. They don't want to see it regress. So they're like, screw it. Two seconds. I'm excited for season like, next, next season when the pitch clock is like, 10 seconds <laughs> when the you know, pitch clock is like five years from now negative just, five seconds yeah they you have to keep, pitch for the next batter right now i'm excited when they just replace the pitcher with just a machine that just, just an doom, ai doom, doom, doom. <laughs> yeah ai baseball all right sorry no Didn't mean no no that's a great one yeah. that's a good point and um a part of me does like i'm gonna say this too which might be like a bit of a controversial take because i know you can't have sports without having stats like that's part of the game literally but i do think it's a little funny that like i think a major reason that we got to where we are with baseball being so long and everything was the overuse of stats. And now the maybe, way, and maybe. now the, I think there's an art, I'm not going to go into it, but I think that that's yeah. part of it for sure. Yeah. And now we're seeing overuse of stats to like fine tune rules. Oh, I find hey, it funny. It's I not find just it baseball though. You look at any business, I know. That's they true. You're fine right. tooth comb everything. You're right. You're right. Everything. But I think it's, I do fi- I find all this comical, but I'm happy with it. Right. Mm-hmm. This was the last one that I thought was interesting. And I wanted to bring it up specifically this one because you played baseball and I need to know your take. Okay. So the next is going to be the mound visits. So mm-hmm. each team's allotment will be do will be reduced from five mound visits to four with an extra mound visit awarded in the ninth inning so you've got four or uh, four all game and then you get an extra one in the ninth um so da, 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 yeah you're really good at reading i'll say that because i was looking at that like <laughs> in 2023 clubs averaged 2.3 mound visits and surveys showed that fans uh the least favorite thing in baseball was the mound visit. visit. <laughs> so this kind of brings up two things that we kind of already one that we already talked about on this show and then one that i want to ask you about regarding the mound visits the first being that this is another case where i think it's like show a game to someone who does not who's not a geek for baseball and ask them what they hate and i'm not saying that you make all your rules on that because obviously like someone who just legitimately hates baseball is going to have really bad takes but if you show it to someone who like wants to watch a baseball game like they're like oh yeah i could get into this and then they're like what this is stupid Maybe that's maybe this is a good way to play, you know, to make rules. Like, what do yes you think? Yes and no. Yes and no. Okay, yeah. What do you think? Because I was gonna say, if you do that, you're just gonna end up with Major League Baseball turning into the Savannah Bananas. Yeah, that's a good. Which <laughs> I look, I like the Savannah Bananas, do but you? I, I like them over there. Right. Let them be they're over not there. Baseball. They're good for what they are. Yeah. They're an alternative they're and a, a fun alternative. Yeah. In a show. Yeah. They're a show. But like, we need for people who are the hardos about baseball need them to have their their yeah but like that doesn't mean that it's you know that you you should tailor to some casual fans because yeah that's the majority of your fan base i'd say right i agree like, not, well and i think that's why i'm saying like i think it i don't i agree i don't think that every single recommendation yeah. from a random also, fan it might not be the majority of the fan but it's at least gonna help your fan base grow right that's what i meant yeah if you show it to people who like are would just actually be interested in baseball and then they're like Man, this mound visit thing is the stupidest thing yeah. I've ever. I hate no, watching it happen. If we start, if we start listening to like every, no, like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, if fans catch the ball, this should be an out. It's like, right. okay, you know, I don't want, I don't want to go to a Yankees Rays game and then like, and like every, be pissed off every at the guy next to me because he dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
you know, if you're not getting paid by the team, you shouldn't yeah, have an impact. No, your stuff should not <laughs> count. Um, but so that's that. I thought that was interesting. I I would like to see more. Like back to my earlier thing about oh yeah, we're looking, we're getting real deep in the stats on yeah. like pitch clock. Now that to see that we're serving fans and we're seeing what they like too i think that's really cool i'd love to see more i would love to see that whole survey i haven't looked to see if it's it available. probably doesn't exist they just <laughs> <laughs> it's just one guy who's like i hate these things they, survey showed they just said um, that but the other thing i was interested in okay so like what as someone who did not play baseball at like a higher level what is the point of the mound visit uh the point of a mound visit like if you're a third baseman you're a third baseman yeah what are you guys talking about sometimes they don't go in there it could be anything it's it depends on any point of the game you you typically go for a mound visit to talk to the pitcher like that's what it is okay but what is he need to know okay (laughs) i'll tell you so like if the pitcher's struggling to throw strikes and you think he's just his head's not in the right place the catcher will call time and he'll go out there and talk Right. And he'll say like, dude, like, you know, just kind of, you know, each player. So you'll say something to try to get him refocused. Right. Or get him to calm down, get him to reset. That and could be a that's, you think that's the same with like managers or coaches when that go out there? Pitching coach goes out there. It's usually for either a mechanical thing to remind him and reset. Like you need to be doing this or because you can scream that from the dugout. Sometimes, too, it'll be a time in the, in the game where a situation comes up, a batter comes up and the pitching coach is going to go out there with the catcher and maybe the infielders too, so that they all get on the same page about how they're going to attack this hitter. Okay. How are we going to get him out? Or they're going out there for, okay, if he bunts, like in, a, in the postseason where people bunt actually, like, okay, we're going to do this if in this situation. Like infielders, be ready for this. Like first and third play, we're going to do this. Like everyone get on the same page. That's pretty much what it is. What you can also use a mound visit for too is let's say an RBI situation okay. comes up. You can... And I don't understand it, to be honest. I don't think it really has that much of an effect. But let's say guy walks or bases are juiced now. And, you know, some dude's coming up to hit. There'll be a pitching, a mound visit, just to let that guy ice him. Ice the hitter a little bit, you know? Kind of like icing the kicker. So you just walk up there and be like... Walk as slow as you can up. What's up? Yeah. How you doing? Well, you'll talk, but, like, really the main (laughs) reason for it is, like, oh, we're going to, like, ice the batter. Let him him sit there and think about it, which I never got that. I thought it was – I get it. I get it. But I don't think it really has that much – because you're also icing the pitcher. Well, and I was just going to say, like, that – I think that's the one – you know – I don't – like, okay, your your pitching coach sees that, whatever. But, like, for you to go out there and, like, just, I guess, give the pitcher – a break and then ice the batter i mean that happens that happens uh, i would I just, say that's that like is rare. a waste of time no like, but it's a waste of time it's all strategy but i think really the main reason for a mound visit is to talk to the pitcher and have him reset refocus so that um, so that he doesn't walk, walk the house what do you mean uh? you okay. have him reset refocus the guy just threw six balls in a row huh the odds are he's probably gonna throw a seventh one yeah, but if you, i'm shortstop or second let me call time out and go up there and say dude what do you you know hey how's it going like he knows i know he, he knows saw the ball you need a physical reset be like dude like hey throw it over the plate get a ground ball <laughs> like th- seriously that's what, that's what i've told if people someone that. pause the game to come over to the mound and tell me you'd be a bad teammate to throw the ball you'd be across the man the mound i would be like i wouldn't yeah, say that thanks. i would say <laughs> look i say lisa hey yo you're good throw the ball <laughs> over the plate let me thanks bro let 
I didn't finish. I would punch you in the mouth. <laughs> That's what I would say. I would, I would bro, punch you in the mouth. I'm so glad say, you came from short over here. Tell me no, well, that yeah, you throw the I ball don't like over that the either, mouth. I would have team, I've, heard, I've heard that, and I hear that in Little League all the time. All these kids are like, throw a strike. It's like, dude, I think yeah, he's trying. I, I got that. I think he's trying to throw a strike. I think I get the That's concept. not what I'm saying. I'm not going to go over there and be like, bro, throw a strike. Have you tried that? Like, have you, I'm not saying have, that. Yeah, have you tried like getting the ball into that, <laughs> that guy's zone? glove? In, in, that, in yeah. his glove. That, no, I would say, look. And you let me finish. I'd be like, dude, throw it over the plate. Let him hit it. And we'll, we got your back. All you need is a ground <laughs> ball. All you need is a ground ball. Sometimes that you need to say that. Because like a lot of times, too, they're trying. Sometimes pitchers forget that there's eight dudes behind. Actually, seven dudes behind them to, playing to defense. defense. Yeah, because yeah, they, they try to hit the corners. And they're trying, trying to, to be strike perfect. Them out. That's they're what they're doing. Yeah. They're trying to be perfect with their pitches. It's yeah. like, dude, you don't got to be perfect, man. Let them hit it. We're hey, we got you. We got you. <laughs> I and sometimes I you gotta tell them that, and like it, it just having the reset, you it, it works. It works. All right. And then there's a bad move if the guy throws six balls in a row and you don't go out there and talk to him because he will throw seven and eight and All nine, right. ten, eleven, twelve. And if you don't go out there, you're a bad coach, bad teammate, bad player, and your team's gonna suck. Okay. And he's a bad pitcher. All right. Mountain visits are good, but. Four but of them less are fine. of them. I'm cool with less that. Of them. Four, I'm cool with that. Four of them. So these are the big changes. Just thought I, it got me a little bit excited for the 2024 season. So and I'm I glad. I hate if you were my pitcher. I'm not going to any mound visits. If with you. if so, yeah, <laughs> I'm no. Not seeing if you on the if I'm a pitcher, all. I don't need a mound visit. I'm good. Just like let's. That's a bad teammate, and I'm I'm not friends with you. You know what? I don't <laughs> like mics when they're. I don't like the mic interviews when they're out there personally. It just to me, it kind of exemplifies how little they're moving, <laughs> which is start, not what you want from a sport. Gonna, we need to start incorporating mount visits in the show. Like, oh. yeah. yeah. Just talking to the mic. Oh fuck! <laughs> just, yeah, just is talking, that what we're doing here? Thanks, bro. I had no idea. I'll be right here if you need me. Okay. I'm right behind. You got my back. I'm you right got my back, bro. Yeah. Mount yeah, visit. But, only um, got three more. <laughs> we only got three more. I <laughs> would pay to have the mics on when they do the mount visit. Yeah. Because I would love to hear. Someone go up to like Blake Snell and be like, "Bro, just put the ball over the plate and have him. like, yeah, no shit, bro. Like, no shit. One of the best pitchers out here. You think I don't know that? I don't think that's what he's what not do you think saying. I'm doing that. Here? No one says that. What like, do you think they pay me strike. for, bro? I hate <laughs> you so much. I hate you so much. Anyway, that's usually the I've change. gone to a mound visit. I've gone to a mound visit and asked to do what he's ate for what he ate for breakfast. That's I want to hear that. Give me the tea. I've done that. I've just been like, like is dude, your girl, I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, dude, what did you eat for breakfast? Yeah. He's like, where'd you get those socks? He, if he just walked like two dudes, uh, what'd you eat for breakfast, man? Oh, I had like an omelet. I was like, yeah, dude, don't ever eat that again. Like, you're, <laughs> like dude, you, you haven't thrown a strike in two batters. Don't eat that ever again. Like, dude, if you need me to get you hash browns I'll get at you the a calf, smoothie. Do you want yeah. a smoothie? If you need like, me to get you hash browns at the calf, I can get you a hash brown. Like, dude, <laughs> don't eat omelets, please. And then they'll laugh. They'll loosen up. Like, it make because, like, they're stressing. Like, oh, fuck, I just walked two batters. Uh. <laughs> well, it would like, be funny if you came up and told me to throw a, a ball because then I'd be like, <laughs> no. Thanks. Okay. Thank no you. One talks Thank about, you for okay, your help. <laughs> um, outside of rules, uh, we also got some great news if you're an Oakland Athletics fan. Your promotion schedule came out so we're talking about like bobbleheads uh you know jerseys bags yeah, are you excited for all the fun merch you're gonna get back Oakland? to school bags yeah it'll be a good time uh actually not john fisher the owner for the a's released their schedule and it looks like there's nothing on no mo promo yeah, he no said mo promo for yo mo kind of tough no promos. I like the promo. I actually get kind of upset when the promos are just for kids, but this is a me no, problem. As a kid, too. As a kid, it's so fun. I remember growing up, 
and if you got a bobblehead, I don't care who it was. That was cool. You I got a bobblehead. Like, you have? Do you have a? Uh, I got so many. Yeah. I, oh, I do have. You do. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. yeah. You not also, anymore. You have. You I have, have like a, a David Price one, right? From when he was at no, the race, I, no, I have a few of the old Rays ones. Yeah. But either way, like, that was a highlight for sure. And the fact that this owner, John Fisher, <laughs> is depriving the kids of Oakland bobbleheads <laughs> this year. Straight to jail. We need to have a talk. <laughs> Straight to we jail. We need to have a talk. Let's, let's pull I mean, it up. I think Actually, I'll, leave, I'll let it sit because I don't want to have the talk now. Go ahead. You I take was gonna the floor. Say, I mean, really what it shows is... Is is just the bad situation that's going the on. The lack right now. of caring. That's the, what it the is. bad situation that's going on in Oakland with like moving the team and all that stuff. And I mean, we're here in Tampa, so we understand Man. what it's like to have a owner who he's uh, he's in my good graces right now. Right now, but for now, where things are tough, it doesn't make things easy. With, he, when the fans and the front office are not vibing like Philly does, then like you have issues. Not not to bring make this about the race, but. He was bumpy. Stuart Sternberg, owner of the Rays, was bumpy during the Montreal yeah. sister city stuff. But he's kind of went away with that, so I'm cool with him. And he For spent now. a little bit we'll of see. money. We'll see. But yeah, dude, what is up, Oakland? I Oakland, they're babe, so, sorry. Dude, yeah, I'm so sorry for you guys. So I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown on the entire Oakland yeah. saga Ooh. from what I understand it as. And there might be more that I don't even know about. They want to go to Vegas. Well, who, define they. John Fisher wants to take the team to Vegas. Okay. Um, I don't think MLB really cares where the A's play. They just no. want a new stadium. And they want markets. MLB, they want stadiums. MLB wants to expand the 32. They can't do that until the Rays and the A's get their stadium stuff resolved. The Rays have a plan. Oakland allegedly has a plan. They want Fisher wants to move the A's to Oakland or to Vegas. They had a rendering, but it wasn't even an official rendering of where they were gonna put it in Las Vegas. They're going to put it on the site of, like, I think it's the Tropicana. It's like an old casino hotel over there. Okay. Gonna, <laughs> Irony. Yeah, well. But, and the thing is, I, I'm not sure if this is real, but I think Vegas might be a smaller market than Oakland. Or it would still be the smallest market in the major leagues if they move there. So I think that's it, probably true, but then they say they have got all the tourism. tourism. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, right? So, one, you're complaining, as John Fisher, the Oakland A's owner, you're complaining that... Your market's too small. There's no support for a stadium. So you're going to go to another small market because you're hoping that there's support for a stadium. Right. When there's like a teacher's union there that's trying to boycott, like fight it in the courts, whatever. Yeah. But then also you're going to rely on tourism to fill up your stadium. What kind of atmosphere is that for a Vegas fan? If you're a fan of baseball, do you want to go to a stadium where there's not even your fans there? Because as a Rays fan, I'll tell you, that sucks when it the Yankees su- come to yeah. town. Yeah, you know what? It sucks. I'll say that. And it, yeah, it, it's to me... We talked about last week, like, baseball is a very local sport, right? There's some, like, they get into the communities and stuff, you know? Like, sure. you have to be, your fans should be your local people. Sure. Um, tough to do when you're in a tourism place, you know? I'll I don't know if that's helpful to the team. Also, Vegas, uh, one, the hockey team over there, that guy, the owner of that hockey team, the Vegas Golden Knights, doesn't really, I don't think you can buy a ticket if you're not in that area, in the lower bowl. Or you can't wear a jersey. Like, he's very strict. He wants Vegas Knight fans in the building. Okay. That's not what this guy's saying. You see that a lot in hockey. Yeah, but that's not what Oakland A's guy is saying. Yeah. He wants well, they just, anyone who will get a ticket. Sell, he yeah. just wants to sell tickets. Not a good atmosphere for the, for the crowd, I could imagine. Two, he's saying... I, I think he's, he's trying to sell it as if... Like, similar to how the Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders are. Dude, that's a football game. There's eight or nine of those a year. 
Right. I can plan a trip. If the Bucks are playing in Las Vegas, I can plan a trip to Vegas yeah. on a weekend. I'm not going to do that if the Rays are playing the Vegas A's. I'm not going to go to Vegas for in the on like a Tuesday series. Yeah, and there's like that's multiple, a really good and there's point, multiple series. Yeah. So like I can go if I can if I'm gonna go. It's gonna be weekends. It could be any of them. Yeah. Like it could be any of the games that we play over there, and it's like you, to bank your your stadium on tourism as a baseball team. I don't think it's a good move because there's so many games that we talked about so many times. Well, that's why that's that's my point yeah. about like being local, right? Is because you do have games on Tuesdays. You've got games like throughout the week and. You, there's so many games. Like it's not the same kind of fanfare that you get with other sports. So, and then to continue with the stadium, so they want to go to Vegas, but there's not even a real plan in place for Vegas. There's not even a real plan they'll, in place for Oakland. They'll stay in Oakland. They'll stay in Oakland. I don't think so, man. You really think they're gonna move? I think he's made his mind up. He wants to get out of there, no matter well, what. Because so Oakland's still Tampa. trying to keep him. I think Fisher's just. I don't know. And then they. I guess something just happened in, in recently too, where uh, if they didn't have a a blueprint like set in stone plan in Vegas, then they weren't supposed to receive any uh, revenue sharing for this season. And that was like the the rule. Mm-hmm. They just waived it. Like they're just waving things. MLB's just waving things. In a play. Oh, wow. So like, it's like, I, th- it doesn't seem like there's really much logic or any sense going on. It seems like no one knows what's happening. Uh, one thing we do know is happening though. You guys ain't getting no promotions this year. Yeah, and that's kind of sad because you're just further making things tough on the fans, you know? No bobbleheads. Yeah, it's like, hey, your team stinks, we're moving, and you ain't getting no bobbleheads. You're not even getting rally towels. No, you're You're getting getting... a career education day in college (laughs) fair. That really gets the people going. Youth and baseball, softball day. That's pretty cool, but pretty much it's just like kids kids go to the ballpark. Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's like every other day. Oh, no, hold on. May 8th. Against the Rangers, guys, you have Weather Education Day in it's, Oakland. Well, what's interesting is it's going to be raining green and gold, which seems <laughs> like a concern for your city. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely look into I'd, that. I actually wouldn't even go to the game. I'd take shelter. Yeah. Don't go to yeah, Oakland Yeah, I would May not 8th. go to that game, actually. No, yeah. That sounds very dangerous be raining, for raining, you and the children. Be careful over there. And it's a doubleheader, too. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah, be careful. It's just a disgrace. So... I mean, I, I know, Lisa, you thought about it, too. You were like, what's another team that might be similar? Yeah, because some teams have really... Well, some teams have good promos. They have so. at least one. At well, least one a year. And in my quest to just find more reasons why the Milwaukee Brewers are impressive <laughs> to me for no goddamn reason, uh, I looked up their promo, and it's actually really cool. So this is an example of, like, you know, when... Look at this. When you like each Look other, what you can get. Yeah. Wow. They yeah. got a basketball? That is tough. Yeah. So they've got um they're they've got basketball jerseys. They've got these like knockoff Stanley Cups with their City Connect on it. They're doing a City Connect Hawaiian jersey. They've got the puffy vest that you <laughs> Look, see there. The 24, 2024 giveaways lineup is here and, and it's, it's stacked. stacked. And they were right. They're we're not talking lying. a Giannis jersey, <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. And so much more. We're talking a Jonas jersey. Janus. We're talking a Stanley Cup. We're gonna yeah. give it to you. They got you. a Stanley no, Cup a good, in there for real? Well, I don't think it's a real one. Okay. It looks like that. It's it looks Whatever. like it though. It's a Brew Crew Cup. Yeah, no, yeah, it's that's cool. Sweet. The basketball Giannis basketball. Jersey, that is that's so pretty tough. cool. I like this one a lot. And again, I'm just I'm I am consistently impressed with what the Milwaukee Brewers are doing. City Connect Tumblr. That's awesome. A yeah. little a little um a bobblehead, boom! Bobblehead. No, they had the the God, up ahead. Bobblehead. You had the uh, the little belt bag. Yeah. What do they call fanny packs or yeah. whatever? Like, 
a brewmaster shirt. shirt. Don't even like, know what that is, but I want I it. I want it now, though. Like, I want that <laughs> This one. gets the people going. Yeah. Okay. These are good promo items. Unbiased question. Okay. Would you rather have uh, that, you know, Johnish jersey or Weather Day? Oh, in Oakland. That's it's tough. It's tough because the thing about Weather Day is it seems like an <laughs> ev- re- it seems like an event that is a once in a lifetime it kind of thing. It sounds terrible. If you're going to tell <laughs> yeah. me I'm going to a, a baseball game and it's going to be a Weather Day, I'm immediately thinking rain. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Just a think- soccer jersey. Yeah, yeah, this is a shame. No, they got really cool stuff. It and, is a shame. And it's, I mean... It's a similar, like you said, similar market. We're not talking about like a Yankee no, or yeah, a Do- it's not the like, Dodgers. It's we're the not, Brewers. We're talking about yeah. the Brewers. Like this is what you can do when you actually, like, I guess, care. Yeah. And it, hey, look, and the Brewers have a stadium where they want to, I think they might have got funds or they were looking for funds to renovate their stadium. Oh, yeah. So, and I mean, hey, everyone's got stadium problems. Not and everyone's it's not, got John Fisher. It's not going to, you know what, is that's not going to be an issue that gets fixed anytime soon. No. Well, I'll pray for you, Oakland fans. I feel terrible about this. Uh, It'll be you soon. Don't say that. It will. This St. Pete shit is not going to work. I will bounce teams quicker than Jonas bounces the basketball. I'll, I've always said I'll be a Rays fan if they move to Tampa. Yeah. That's, that's a, the yeah. only way. Well, maybe right. one one episode will break down that. When the, when yeah, the, when that, that could be an extra Talk about weather day. When that thunderstorm comes, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Uh, other than that, though, any other anything else you want to bring up before we sign off? No, I mean, look, we're going to have, uh, we're back, like we mentioned last episode, and spring training is oh, here. Maybe. We're in Florida. We're going to have a lot of really cool spring training content. So I know we joked about it before, but make sure you do rate, review, subscribe, find us on all the platforms. We're also on, if you want, if you prefer podcast version, we're on Spotify, we're on mm. Apple. Find us. Um, we're going to have a lot of stuff. We have the fortune, we're fortunate enough to be in a place where there's a lot of baseball. So... It's getting me excited for 2024. Hell yeah. I got getting her pumped. I got her hooked, baby. <laughs> She's going to become me before I know it. She's going to start Now I'm going to have a up. backwards cap. I'm going to be eating a hot dog next time. Like, oh, it's going to get more and more finger, baseball. Foam yeah. finger. And also, lastly, shout out to these guys, Flyframe. Go to Etsy and look up Flyframe LLC. That's their shop. Or go to their TikTok and uh, buy one of them. It's pretty cool. It's floating in the air right now. If it's you do, uh, let them know we sent you. Yep. All right, guys. Till next time. Appreciate it. Bye. Peace. Tell me what you drink and we can go pour one Tell me what you think and we can have some more fun I know that you said you don't think of me But what you're doing now is telling different